Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm so, so happy that you decided to tune in today. Um, I just really, I was studying this devotion and I just thought it was so, so true to this generation and to how the world is getting so far away from how Christians were made to live and how we like to use everything else to kind of be an excuse as to why we're not pursuing God actively and continually each and every day. So I'm so excited for this devotion. Um, And I'm so glad that you tuned in because I think this can speak to so many hearts. Um, Okay, so this devotion is called The Move Maker. And the verse reads, May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. 2 Thessalonians 3, 5. The devotion reads, Of all the ways we can respond to the call of God, running away, demanding proof, half listening, being a move maker is the sweet spot. Move makers are men and women of faith who are moved by the spirit of God and then make moves to impact the world for the kingdom of God. Not by their own strength or wisdom, but because the Holy Spirit is with them and the hand of God is on them. These are people who hear God's call, put their faith and trust in him and obey. In the Bible, there are people like Noah, who not only listened when God told him to build an ark, but also grabbed a hammer. There are people like Mary, who heard the angel's words and said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And they're like people, and they're like people, like analysts. When God told him to go to Saul, the man who had been terrorizing Christians, analysts went. Notice something about these three people, though. Not one of them was perfect, not even after they answered the call of God. Sure, Noah built the boat, but after the flood, he planted a vineyard and got drunk with wine. Mary became the mother of Jesus, but years later, there was a time when she tried to get him to stop teaching and come home. And when God told Annalise to go see Paul, Annalise was like, Are you sure about that, God? You know who that guy is, right? They made mistakes, but their obedience kept the kingdom of God moving forward. And that means you can be a move maker too. You aren't going to do everything perfectly, but that shouldn't stop you from doing what you can. Perfectionism is a bigger deal than we realize. It paralyzes us from simply being obedient. But you can decide to say, here I am, God. With no limits and no distractions, allow yourself to be moved by the Holy Spirit and you will make a difference for his kingdom. I loved that devotional. I think this devotional just kind of sums up what everyone thinks inside their head. It's like, I cannot do all this. I cannot be this big person. I've failed too many times. I've made too many mistakes that cost me so much. And if God saw that, he's not going to want to use me or want me to go out and do this for the world. But the fact of the matter is, God wants to use you and he wants you to be a move maker. And I love the part that said they made mistakes, but their obedience kept the kingdom moving forward. Yes, they made mistakes before and after that they did these huge, big move making callings, move making actions. They made mistakes before and after that. But what they did kept the kingdom of God moving forward. How obedient they were in God's calling he had for them kept the kingdom moving forward. And I think that's so powerful because you need to remind yourself daily like, oh, 
okay. Like, yes, I might make a mistake, but if I'm continually moving the kingdom of God and I'm continually being obedient to the calling of God, I am making a difference and I am doing what God called me to do. No one's perfect. Like, literally, no one is going to be perfect. No one has ever been perfect except Jesus. And that is the fact of the matter. So we need to stop living in this internal, this mental state of perfectionism. I have to be perfect to feel worthy to do this. No, you don't have to be perfect. Literally every single person makes mistakes and that is okay. But it is what you do with your mistakes that affects how you're going to live and how the kingdom of God is going to succeed or maybe come back. Like, you know, not, I want to use the word repel, but it's not, that's not the right word, not repel, but it's either going to help the kingdom move forward or it's going to take people back a little bit and be like, if that's how the kingdom of God is living, I don't want to be in that. And I just love that. Like I'm reading a book by Andy Stanley right now. It's called Not In It to Win It. And I think that book is so powerful. It speaks so many truths into my life about how this world right now is living in a state of just like, we can't, if we can't agree, we're not going to be like, like we're not going to want to be around each other. And that breaks my heart that that's how the world is. That the world literally is at the point that it's like, if we can't agree, I don't want to be friends with them. But the thing is, you're not going to live a happy, successful life living with people that think the same exact thing as you, have the same opinion as you, because it's going to be boring. If you all agree on something, it is, or you all agree on every single thing in your life, it is so boring. You need to find people that who disagree, but can agree to disagree in certain situations that are going to love you unconditionally. No, not unconditionally, because literally God is the only one that can love unconditionally, but we are called to love like Jesus did. So you need to choose to love first before you go and judge that person for how they think and the the way that they are doing something, their decision-making. Like, before you decide to judge them on that, love them and be like, okay, hold on. Like, explain to me why you did that. Because if you can understand the explanation behind certain actions and certain emotions, I feel like this whole world can be such a great place. Just understanding more, taking a step back and thinking, okay, like, let me listen first. Hear someone out first before you are just like, oh, I don't like them. I know what they did to this person. No, I don't like them. You know, like, listen first. I was um, reading in James 1 this morning, and it was talking about being a hearer before you are going to be a talker. And being a hearer and a doer instead of a talker and just like a, uh, I'll do it if I like the idea of it. If I don't like the idea... I'm not going to do it, you know? And so be a doer and be a hearer. Listen to people and listen to why they have the opinions they do. Listen to why they did the actions they do. And you both can help each other. You can both strengthen each other. Because by you understanding what they did, maybe you can be like, okay, can I give you a different, like, can I give you a different point of view of the whole situation? And you can teach them something possibly, but they are also teaching you something by the explanation they're giving you. 
And I just think that's so powerful. Like, we just need to love first. And we can be move makers by listening to the calling of God. And not, like, if God calls you to do something and you're like, oh, why would he ever want me to do that? Like, it was talking about how God told a guy to go to Saul. And, like, why? And, like, literally, like, the guy was like, are you sure about that? You know who that guy is, right? Like, be, like, instead of saying that, like, if that's how we're feeling, just be like, well, God called me to do it. So let me go do it. Because you can be saving someone else's life and saving your own at the same time by following the calling of God. And I just think that's so part. Just, like, decide to just... Take a deep breath and just be like, okay, God, here I am. Do with me what you want to. Something I've been resting in is this quote. It says, um, why can't I think of the quote right now? Uh, it's do with me whatever seems good to you. Like, I literally just keep repeating that to God. Like, do with me whatever seems good to you. He's the only one that knows what is actually good for my life. I might have an opinion of what's good for my life, but he has a completely different standpoint. He has literally what is good for my life. He is the only one that can determine the good for my life. If if I think something's good, guess what? In God's eyes, it might look terrible. It might look like a terrible idea. That's why he decides to say no to some of my questions or some of my asks of him because it's like Jordan why would you want that no like what that is not gonna help you succeed and I just think that is so good though like hearing no from God having a no from God can humble you so easily but also strengthen you and just lean in your faith so much stronger in that second because it's like he said no so what am I gonna do now lean on him understand why that no was in place God has reasons for every single one of his answers. A yes, a no, a maybe, a later. Every single answer he gets, he has the explanation right in front of you. Go dive deeper in your word and understand why he said those answers. But first, when he's calling you to do something, instead of being maybe later, like, just be like, here I am, God. Do with me whatever seems good to you. No limits and no distractions. I want to be moved by you. I want to be changed from the inside out. And please do that. And I just, I'm just praying that over you. I am praying that so hard over you guys. Just be the move maker that God wants each and every one of us to be. Because honestly, this world can be a different and a better place by having more move makers. Just understanding everyone makes mistakes. There's no one perfect. And we just need to know God still wants to use every single one of us. So, yeah. Let me pray really quick, and then I'll be done. Holy Father, help me to put aside all the distractions and all the limits I've placed on you. Show me how to let you have full control of my life so that I can make a difference for you. It's all in your son's name. Amen. Okay, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Don't forget... um, on my podcast that I do make YouTube videos as a live recording. If any of y'all want to ever check that out, you can kind of see the face behind the voice and see all my hand motions because I talk a lot with my hands. Um, 
But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see y'all next time. Don't forget to stay positive. Throw kindness like confetti, because you never know who's fighting worst battle. See y'all next one. Bye! <laughs>